0: This is Pulse95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. Oh, he loves the fire What a This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Sure is that time, it's the halftime show with Omal Dury. I am your host covering everything Sport International Local. Hope you're having a blessed day wherever you're tuned in around the world, whether it's 95 FM, Pulse95Radio.com, our app Charger Broadcasting Authority, or even. And I'm really excited to say this. Even if you're tuned in live on the streaming YouTube on Pulse95 Radio, we are live there. So if you ever have any connection issues, if you can't see me, if you don't want to see me, <laughs> whatever it is, you can check it out on the YouTube and listen. Listen, I always like giving shout outs. And this person definitely deserves a shout out because he's a top guy and uh, he's been in the UA for a little while now and uh, he's a wicked boxing trainer. So Mike Tyson, no I'm joking, it's not Mike Tyson. It's Mr. Ryan, a Ruthless Ryan as we call him, professional fighter from RBO who is tuned in. And you know, I had a little bump into him in the car park yesterday. Now you don't really want to bump into Ryan in the car park. But I had a bump into him yesterday and he said, yo Omar, what's going on? (laughs) So now I'm saying live, on. On air. now you can feel the love ryan and abby of course live on air shout out to you guys i hope you're having a blessed day now tell you what's coming up on the show we're talking mental health mental fitness and has COVID 19 helped ease that or added to our mindset and that's one of the first segments we're talking about we're also talking about aesthetics versus performance as a sports fan what do you look for let me break that down for you. As a client when you look into a coach, how important is it for the person to look the part versus the knowledge that the person might have? And the other thing is, do they have to be a certain age? We know social media has its influences. We know it has a big part in what we do, but does it have a say in how we subconsciously uh, decide who to go with and who to look at and who to look up to as well? We're talking about that now, Barca fans. Listen. You guys are normally the first ones to be talking, but I've got a question for you guys. Are Bar- Barcelona, the new AC Milan. We're talking about an empire that might be crumbling with Elino Messi, who's 33 years old. How long will the managers be accountable for the results at Barcelona? And are they strong enough candidates to step in and revolutionize Barcelona FC? We're talking all that and more on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95. This is the halftime show. With Omar Alduri. Oh on 95 95. 95. 95. Oh, he lifts the party. What's the goal? This is the halftime show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Uh. and welcome back to the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I'm your host shout out to everyone who's tuned in on the Instagram Live Pulse95 Radio at Omar Duri as well we love you guys and we're talking about a couple of really really interesting things today on the Halftime Show remember every Monday Wednesday Saturday 3 to 4 this kind of topic I think comes up a lot especially on the show depending on the guests we have depending on what's happening in the current world of sports and also in life and mental fitness and mental health is something we've discussed a lot on the show now some people have brought that to the attention of others talking about how important it is to be able to speak out for men and women and to be able to relay your feelings the sense of empathy sense of gratitude now what's mental fitness? if those are thinking probably like I've never heard of mental fitness Omar tell me what's mental fitness well hey listen you came to the right place because mental fitness is defined as a state of well-being and having a positive sense of how we feel think and act now today we know that one in two people will be diagnosed with a mental illness by the time they reach age 40. The concept has, always emerged in the, like, has kind of emerged in the last couple of years and it's really important that we kind of speak about it and use the platform to speak about it because nowadays a lot of people are not sure if it's right to feel a certain way when it comes down to these things. Physical, uh, physical fitness gets plenty of attention and for good reason, but a healthy body can prevent conditions such as heart disease and diabetes, we've spoken about that, and help you maintain independence as of age. Now, mental fitness and the capacity to be able to mentally challenge yourself, mentally uh, calm yourself, mentally register certain feelings so you can actually stay on tact. And now I mean that because sometimes we react to a circumstance, you know, when COVID first hit, everyone was in panic, also the unprecedented times, not knowing when it's going to be done, that was another thing, you know, we just didn't know when we're going to return to normality, as we call it, routine, whether it's work, whether it was something to do with, you know, going to the gym, going to see friends and family. All these things have been put on hold, but has also allowed us to kind of let's say recap, reflect, and also re-energize what we have spent a lot of our time doing. And I get asked that question quite a bit, you know, when it comes down to that, what, you know, what keeps the brain, you know, working? What keeps the brain, you know, um, busy? And a lot of the times it's our own thoughts and it's the way we handle things. So I'm looking at that and thinking, you know, mental fitness means keeping your brain and emotional health in tip-top shape. It doesn't mean training for brain Olympics or anything like that. Um, it's more about just being able to deal with matters, deal with situations, and be mindful. Because we, you know, in the society now, we often look at someone and judge them subconsciously without even noticing. And that's something I'm going to be talking about later on in the show. But on that on that tip, a lot of athletes have come out and spoken about the importance of it. Now, when you take away the sport that people love and play and do for a living, it's not just the athlete that reacts to that, it's also the fans and not having football around or basketball or cricket or rugby or any sport that you're into, mixed martial arts for a while, has caused a lot of people to almost close back into their shell and... Try and look forward to something because that stems off a lot of banter, a lot of talk between your friends and your family, and jokes and, and a lot of teasing, depending on whichever, you know, whichever team you support. And that's why, you know, we're talking about mental fitness today, and we're talking about mental health and the importance it has on us as human beings, us as athletes, as coaches, and just society in general. We weren't able to talk about it for a while because A, it wasn't almost embedded in our DNA growing up up because it was that kind of old school mentality to be able to you know just man up and just deal with it but now people are being a lot more aware of every person has their own story every story has its own journey and that's something that you know on the halftime show we like to bring not just in the sports world but also in life and so today's first segment is dedicated to everyone who is uh, facing challenges who is facing tough times in the world today uh, whether you've lost a loved one whether whether you've lost your job whatever it is. is you're doing it is okay and inshallah inshallah everything will be fine just make sure that you know those who haven't those who still have the jobs are grateful and those who still are capable of working and doing things that they love still being able to spend time with loved ones these are the messages of today and that's why i thought i'd dedicate my first segment to mental health and mental fitness and always trying to see how we can get out of it you know sometimes it's very easy to point out a problem but not easy to figure out a solution and that's something that i I urge a lot of people to try and help empathize with what people are going through if someone responds to you or reacts a certain way don't take that personally because we are in unprecedented times and it is challenging times for a lot of people so that's my message to you today coming up next though Barcelona Barcelona fans you're going to want to tune into this after the break because I'm going to be talking about your team and not only am I talking about your team My cousin brought this up to me the other day and and said, you know what, with this whole revolution at Barcelona, with all the players that are turning 30, or in their 30s right now, could this be the new AC Milan? If you don't know what I'm talking about, stay tuned on the only place to be at 3, the Halftime Show on Pulse 95. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he left. Sure is that time. It's the halftime show with Omar Duri. I am your host covering everything sport, international, local. You know what makes my heart smile when you have someone tuned in from Uzbekistan. You know what I mean? Like that's when you hear like Saudi, Egypt, London. I love everyone that tunes in. But when you hear someone from Uzbekistan, shout out to Abu Abdullah who's tuned in and loving the tunes on Instagram live at Omar Duri and. Pulse95 Radio. And if you are tuning in as well on the YouTube, which is new this week, we're launching the live stream. You can see me now live in the studio, talking to you as we speak. And we got a wicked topic. Shout out to AJ as well, uh, and Murad, who tuned in as usual. Murad, one of the number ones, day ones as we call it. Now, I've got a topic for you guys. And for those Barcelona fans, don't hate me. Wait till I finish. Here we go. Our Barcelona the new AC Milan? Now, before we go into Barcelona, the new cats are gonna probably be thinking, what are you talking about? AC Milan, they're rubbish. But right, AC Milan might not be what they, were, what they were in the past, but let me break down to you what they were. Now, the new AC Milan, the name AC Milan, stirs up feelings of nostalgia and aura for those who watch them in their heyday. And I'm talking back in the day. Some of you weren't even born back then. But what is it about AC Milan that fans still remember them fondly despite their wretched forms and troubles of late. When you think about great clubs, you think about legacy. You think about what makes a team great. You think about dominance, and you think about legends. And I gotta tell you, the AC Milan 1989, that's how far I'm gonna take you guys now. The AC Milan 1989 were a team of dreams. And I'll tell you why. To uncover the brilliance of one of the greatest sides ever. Let us turn the clock back to 1988. AC Milan had won their first cadetto in nine years. A mere two years uh, ago, they had been rescued from bankruptcy. Now put that together with 1988. And then two years ago, 2018, bankruptcy. That is crazy. And when you think about who they were rescued by, anyone knows Silvio Berlusconi, who had audaciously purchased the Dutch duo Marco van Basten and Frank Rijkaard in 1987. Now, with Hullet arriving in 1988, see, all these players now are starting to make sense. They were part of one team. He also put the helm on the infamous Arrigo Saki, A coach with no top-level playing or coaching history. That adds more drama to the plate. The next year, powered by the new European champion-Dutch duo they would win the first European Cup in 20 years and defend their title in 1990. For 27 years, until Real Madrid in 2017, no team had ever successfully defended their European Cup Champions League title. So those those are the, the, the levels we're talking about when it comes down to AC Milan. Now a World Soccer poll, I hate saying soccer, but it was a poll that I had to mention soccer, voted AC Milan as the greatest club side of all time. Now, Barcelona fans, this is your time to shine, or your 30 seconds while I give it to you. Barcelona, for a large period of time, were one of the, if not the best, team on the planet. Now, since then, a lot of people may argue with that. And I will say to you, that now has been taken over by other teams. Shout out, Liverpool. Just saying, Champions League winners, World Club Championship winners, and Premier League title winners. Liverpool are doing big things. But there's a trend I'm noticing here, and... My cousin brought this to my attention. Shout out to Yassine all the way from Egypt, tuned in. What makes a team great? If we look at the definition of great, we get two related aspects in that. Remarkable in magnitude, degree, or effectiveness. And the second one is markedly superior in character and quality. Think of dominance. I'm going to tell, tell you a starting lineup now of the AC Milan greats. You've got Gali in goal, Tessotti right back, Baresi and Costa in the middle and Paolo Maldini left back. When I go across the four in the middle, you've got Colombo, Rijkaard, Ancelotti, Donadoni and up front, you've got Van Basten and Ruud pullet And that was the 1989 champions. Now Barcelona, your time is coming to an end, I'm afraid, because Barcelona now are facing, let's say recycle and i say that because a lot of their players are in their 30s a lot of their players are coming to an end in their career and i think they've run out of excuses i don't think we can start blaming managers i think we can start looking at the board for who, who they bring in to fill a gap that doesn't make the final decision if you catch my drift here but what's dangerous about that when you get a bad result as a barcelona team the coach is looked at get rid of him he's useless he doesn't make decisions but who really looks after barcelona It's no question that Lionel Messi has such a huge pull on the board, on the team affairs, and on the dressing room. But should he be responsible for what's happened? Or does it take a certain type of manager to be able to manage, to manage Barcelona? And this is where things get interesting. I'm talking about... When you bring in a character, he brings in his ideas, his staff. But has that been able to happen? And why is it that a team of Barcelona's magnitude isn't capable of bringing in a top name? I've never heard Ancelotti linked with them. I've never heard, you know, your your big boys, you know, linked with them. Your Klops, why aren't they linked with them? You know, we've seen Pep Guardiola, but he came from Barcelona, so that's a little bit different. But when we're looking at it now, Barcelona, what are you going to do? It looks like there's about six to seven players that need to be changed and that's why I use the word recycle. Defense has been ignored since Carlos Puyol. The Usquet's role has been wiped out now that people have exposed the fact over 100 meters. His distance cannot be covered further than that. So how close the other two players to him will make that formation? And then that's where it comes to question that no one's ever replaced Javi Niesta. How do you place Javi Niesta? Then you look at the front three with Messi, Suarez, and it used to be Neymar. Griezmann got bought in, he spent all that money on him, and he shoved him out on the wing, and now he's on the bench. Ansu Fati is a great prospect but will he develop with all these big names around him without getting the playing time? All these factors now and saying that with defence being the highest measure, Koulibaly, Opamancano, Kante in the middle to be able to cover ground that Puskas cannot do anymore. Why aren't the obvious decisions being made for such a big club like Barcelona? And those are the questions I'm asking because sooner or later a 33-year-old Messi will retire. And we lost quite a bit of the competitiveness and the nature between Ronaldo and Messi when they were both in the same league. Ronaldo was very smart, went to Juventus, challenged himself in a different league and cemented his legacy. Still doing it, by the way, at the age of 35. Two years older than Messi, but will Messi last? And that's again, throwing questions your way. Text us on 4215, at a lot, or do, or slide into our DMs at omaldurio, Pulse95 Radio on the Instagram. And I'll tell you what, guys, we're also live. Live on the YouTube live streaming now, which is really exciting because it's the first week. Hope you guys are having a blessed day. Let me know your thoughts. Are Barcelona the new AC Milan? And coming up next, I'm going to talk to you about aesthetics versus performance. So stay tuned on the only place to be at three the halftime show on Pulse 95. Yes, sir. This is the halftime show with Omar and (laughs) Duri on on, Pulse 95. Oh, he loves to fire that What a goal This is the Halftime Show With Omar al Duri On Pulse95 Nice strike Oh Better than nice Oh You're beautiful What a hit What a hit What a hit indeed We are still talking to everyone On the Instagram live Shout out to Sarah Murad Yasin Hatem Christian with some very interesting opinions on the last couple of segments we've been talking about Barcelona, we've been talking about AC Milan mental health, mental fitness if you are just tuning in, remember you can catch the podcast on uh, the Halftime Show with Omar Do. you can catch it on SoundCloud, Spotify and Rami and also what am I missing Apple of course, sorry Apple uh, fans, you can catch us there, we've got a lot of really good guests on there with some great topics and one of the topics I'm going to be mentioning today especially is aesthetics versus performance. Now, sometimes it has a big say on the way we view things, the way we talk to people, the way we sometimes judge and i I hate using that word but it is something that's true you know with the power of social media with the power of marketing especially online the first thing we do nowadays instantly is check online you know what are we looking at who are we looking for if it's a coach for example you know the first thing that will come to mind is let's instagram them let's check out and see who you know who this person is and what gives them the credibility and that's something i want to talk about today i've mentioned this on the show before where i've said what matters is most aesthetics versus performance and when it comes down to it is it the way someone looks or is it the way they perform and even that how do you judge performance when you don't really know the person you don't really see them in their element they could be super fit or or, and you would never know because they look bigger than your average for example so that's something that i'm talking about today and it comes down to you know also never really judging someone when when you're looking at you know an athlete or a player let's say arman traore uh um wolves he is built like like a sprinter or someone that is you know a wrestler or someone fantastic genetics and apparently doesn't really go to the gym that much which i don't really believe but saying that if this is the case then how come he's built like that but people have noticed him not necessarily by his performance but the way he's look he's he's looked in the last year he's been in the, in the game for a very, very long time yet we don't really embrace that. But now all of a sudden with a couple of really good assists uh, the way Nuno uh, De Santo Spirito has handled him has managed him as a person that's been very, very interesting as well because it's shown you know who the, who the player is who the athlete is who the human is but saying that if he doesn't look that way we will be giving him the credit that's another thing. Then you look at the smaller type of players you know you're let's say your Santi Cazorla's, for example, who's in Villarreal, still doing a top level. You look at mixed martial art, mixed, mixed martial artists. You look at them and you think, for example, um, Country Nelson, Roy Country Nelson. I don't know if you guys know him. If you don't, Google him. He doesn't look like an athlete, but boy, can he fight? And not only can he fight, he's conditioned to fight. So he can go five rounds with you and still manage to out-wrestle you, out-fight you know, fight you, out-grapple you. And that's what I'm talking about how much is it really important to when you study someone when you look at someone when you judge someone when you even want to work with someone how important is their presentation the way they look the way they carry themselves because you might find the genius in someone completely out of the scope and that could be down to how we look at things we look at players like Gianfranco Zola if old school old school heads out there Gianfranco Zola was one of the smallest players, but he played in the Premier League, which is arguably the toughest physically demanding league out there. And he still managed to to be a legend. So that tells you in every sport, even basketball, you look at Iverson, you look at the smaller players. You know, Steph Curry, okay, he's not that small, but you look at these players and you think, okay, they're not. seven foot they're not the big big players but they can still play so that's performance and I want to get your opinion on this so text us on 4215 at or do or slide into the DMs at Instagram on Omar Dury or Pulse95 Radio and let me know you know when it comes down to aesthetics when it comes down to performance what stands out and be honest there's no wrong answer here what does stand out because right now in the world we live in it's often something we look at and we judge before we've even given a chance to see what they can really do and I know there's a lot of people that are performers out there and probably shouting for that flag and saying performance definitely beats aesthetics but also it's subconsciously the way we judge how we look at people how we see things if it's a trainer let's say you go into a gym and you get an option to train with someone who are you going to look for the one that looks the greatest you're going to give a chance for someone to speak to you and break down the knowledge they've maybe invested in for the last 5, 10, 15, 20 years do they have to be a certain age? That's another question. See, now I'm starting to, to get into your brain a little bit. When you do go for a coach or you do go for a trainer, what is it that you look for? And be honest, tell me. I want to hear all about it. We've got one more segment coming up. And after that segment, I'm going to take all your comments in for the day and tell you the topic of the day as well. On the only place to be at three, The Halftime Show on Pulse95. This is The Halftime Show. With Omar Adori. Oh, 95. 95. Oh, he lifts the fire then! What's a goal? This is the halftime show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh! Better than nice! <laughs> it sure is that time it's the Halftime Show though. Omar al I'm your host coming to everything sport international and local hey listen I'll tell you it's been a great show I've had some, some really cool comments and some very very good questions gotta give a shout out to a few people as well Kareen, Yara, Yaseen S-I-Y-Pod and uh, and everyone else who's tuning in on the Instagram live Murad, Muhammad, and And thank you so much I've had a couple of questions as well so I'm gonna try and get through them as soon as possible Omar what is your take on the greatest teams and what side what si- stand out uh, whew, that's a good question okay there's a couple of teams that I kind of put together when it comes to total football and that comes down to philosophy so I'll try and break it down as quick as possible one of the teams is uh, in the Inter Milan of the 60s Herrera's Inter of the 60s was fantastic in the way they moved the ball around and the way everyone kind of knew where they played and also the efficiency how they punish teams through organization so that's that uh, Ajax's team obviously Michelle's Ajax team in the 70s and also uh, in the 90s as well, Guardiola's Barcelona team in the 2000s, they were fantastic Uh, but when it comes down to considering like the definition of greatness, I think a lot of people get lost in that because it kind of just gets washed up very quickly, at the time you're the greatest team and then it just gets thrown out the window but there are total teams and I think it has to go down to the pioneers or the godfathers of the sport when it comes down to the Erigo Saki's of this world, the Johan Cruyffs who evolved not just great teams but systems that could be passed over through generations and that's why Pep Guardiola and co have been able to adapt to so many different things and so that's I hope that answered your question regarding that Uh, the other question I had was um, Barcelona or AC Milan at their pump Oh, that's a very good question. You guys are throwing in those questions today. Uh, If we look at Barcelona of the mid-2000s, I think in the six years from 2005, 2006 to 2010, 2011, I think they reached and won three Champions League finals and four domestic titles, if I'm not mistaken. This is comparable to AC Milan. However, what I will say is Javi himself, when being compared to that, there's a quote I pulled out. He said, we are incredibly proud when they compare us with Saki, Milan that was a side which made history in football so that tells you something else as well you know when you have those people talking about it but there is a comment I'll throw out there and that comment is Johan Cruyff said quality without results is pointless results without quality is boring and this is why he is one of the godfathers of the sport because of the approach and the philosophy that we hear a lot nowadays everyone's got their own philosophy and their approach but when it comes down to Johan Cruyff the reason why his philosophy is justified so well is because it was passed on through generations and total football came through not just results, but the manner in which they achieved results. The the way in which he managed his players and decisions in games, that's another thing. You can have the best players in the world, but not make the major decisions on how to man-manage that. And I think that is the key when it comes down to great players, great teams and great coaches. And we are reaching full-time on the Halftime Show. I hope you've enjoyed the show. Remember, you can catch us on Monday wednesday saturday three to four and also we have just launched the youtube live streaming so head over to pulse 95 radio and you can actually watch the show at your own convenience at your own time gets edited from this amazing team here at pulse 95 they fix it up for you guys i hope you've had an incredible day have an incredible uh, weekend i'm gonna see you probably on saturday three to four on the only place to be at three the halftime show on pulse 95